welcome back to the Don't Stop Me Now podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Vaughn. Happy, I don't know, this is probably going to be Wednesday for you. I'm going to try to put this out on Wednesday. Normally I do these on Monday and I'm a little behind because I was gone during last weekend. So it pushed off my last podcast until Wednesday and I'm sort of just still a week behind. I'm just kind of now on a Wednesday schedule, which I didn't really mean to do, but um, that's what's happening at the moment. So I hope everybody's doing well out there in podcasting land. And um, I, I, you know what I said, I was going to go through corrections last time. Sometimes I go off on a tangent. My God, I re-listened to these podcasts. I'm like, I could tell that I was going a certain direction. And then I thought of something else and I completely didn't finish that thought. And then I just go on with something else. And I realized I never even finished what I was going to say. So um, my corrections were that, um, which probably no one will even remember at this point because it was so long ago. Um, it was like maybe three podcasts ago. Um, it was about my girlfriend Janine and I who did the amazing uh, feat of riding unicycles to school. Um, I meant to mention that Janine was not only us. Uh, there's Joey. Hi, Joey. I'm doing a podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> can you wait? I'm in the kitchen. I was just wanting to do this in the kitchen. Can you seriously, can you just wait like 30 minutes? You'll be fine. Joey, come on. Okay, so I was going to say, Joey's just going to have to wait. <laughs> you can be in here, but I just don't want to, I just want to keep going because I have to get Owen in, in like an hour and a half. Okay, just be quiet with the refrigerator. <laughs> I guess so. Nothing like podcasting in my kitchen. So anyways, I had said that Janine was um, on my stepbrother's, I was going to say football team. No, it was Little League baseball team, and she played shortstop. And something I forgot to mention is that she was not only the only girl on his team, of course, but she was the only girl in the league and Janine wasn't like a tomboy type at all. Like I said, she was very pretty and feminine. And can you hear that plane outside? That sound, if you can hear that. I don't know if it's picking it up on the mic. It's just a plane going over the house and it's warm out. And I, that's always like one of those sounds that I've loved to hear my whole life. And a train in the distance in fall. I don't know. I like that too. But anyways, I always love hearing those planes go over. Just a little plane, like a little biplane going over. Oh, come on, Joey. I haven't even had a slice of that pizza yet. Yeah. Oh, well, you're also... Well, I kind of wanted to enjoy it when I felt like having it. And you guys have already plowed through. Well, I guess make one. These are... No. These are a Costco three-pack of feta and spinach and I think tomato. They're really good with, like, cornmeal crust. And I buy them and then I don't even get to eat them because they get... Well, I don't know. Whatever. Do you want, you want some right now? Not really. That's the thing is I'm not in the mood for it right now, but I will be at some point and then they'll be gone. What if like, I save... That's the thing about what if, getting what I like. I don't always get to eat what I want. What if I saved half of it for you later? For later? Okay. And then you can have it. Okay. That's fine. Okay. So Joey clearly is home. Uh, Ryan is... Uh, in Hawaii, as of right now, she just got to Hawaii probably about an hour ago. She's on a trip with my cousin, uh, Christy, and her family. She has a daughter who's about Ryan's age, Addie. So uh, Ryan and Addie are close, and so they are going to be gone for the next week. And then Owen starts school on Thursday. So if this is out tomorrow, he starts out. He starts the next day, and then I actually go back to work also on Thursday. So I'm doing nine days at Aptos Junior High as a core... You know, I don't even know. What does core mean, Joey? Does that just mean English? It means a bunch of shit. Oh, great. Well, I don't know. It's Whatever. It's like literally, like, it's like everything. I'm doing core and... Are English and history? Yeah, I'm doing core and leadership, which is fine. I can handle anything. But that will be my title for the next uh, nine days, starting on Thursday. So I promised them I would help. They're really in need of help. Um, can I just go through what I want to go through and then maybe you can talk at the end. I just have like a list of things I wanted to go through. Okay. So school work starts. Yes. On Thursday. This is like, this is ridiculous. When I went to school, we didn't start until after Labor Day. I can't stand this. August 12th. Seriously. This is like, we are just getting warm weather on the coast now. And then everyone has to go back to school and work. It's just total BS. 
You hear my chimes? I like that sound too. My chimes are awesome. Okay. Oh, and back to the unicycle, like I kind of wanted to mention, like what are the freaking odds of someone having two unicycles in their garage? Like how lucky was I to have a friend who actually had unicycles? I'm sorry, but most people do not have unicycles. So that was like sort of a neat thing that I knew someone that actually had them. So of course it's like, they're there. You have to learn how to ride them. The unicycle story is great, even though your dad makes fun of me about it. But seriously, I have that story. It's my story. I did it. I'm very proud of it. You should tell them about how you guys are getting back together. Joey, you know, I'm going to turn off this whole podcast. You're irritating me. No, your dad and I are not getting back together. Why do you do this to me? I it would be funny. It's not funny. Your dad and I are friends, and that's oh, fine. I, I No, it's not. It's, you're messing me all up, and it's annoying. Um, okay. Oh, I wanted to, sorry, I'm like sounding annoyed, but this is like, I wanted to just do this without any interruptions. And then she's throwing things out that are not true at all. So it's annoying. Um, hi, welcome to, um, kitchen talk with mom and Joey. So, okay. Um, my cod, uh, my, my cod passed, my cod passed, my podcast got copyright claims because I played, uh, what was her name? What's the cute girl? Uh, Olivia Rodrigo and I played boys to men and this is only affecting my YouTube podcast um, portion of this podcast because it doesn't do anything on Podbean or anything or Google or Spotify or any of those because I don't have advertising or anything so really through there I can say whatever I want but on YouTube I kind of forgot <laughs> that these podcasts go directly to my YouTube channel. It's like Podbean is the hub and then it, se it sends out my podcast everywhere once I upload it and say, you know, submit, I guess submit is the word, uh, or schedule or whatever. And um, anyways, when it goes on YouTube, it comes up as an audio file, obviously, but it's, it's treated as a video file. And, you know, all the things that apply to videos on YouTube also apply to my podcast. So I kind of forgot that when I was having so much fun playing like <laughs> 15 seconds of songs. And the only thing that happens is I can't monetize the podcast, which doesn't matter anyways, because those podcasts get about, you know, a thousand to 2000 views. And really that turns out to be about a penny <laughs> or two. So that's what I'm missing out on a big penny or two on my YouTube channel for the podcast. So it doesn't really doesn't matter. But they said, um, they sent me like an email and I was like all worried. And they said, you have a copyright claim, but, um, there's nothing to do and you're not in trouble and you can leave it up and it doesn't affect anything you've done. You have no strikes against you. You just can't monetize the video. I'm like, okay. I guess that's all good. I don't have anything to stress out about, but it is a little unnerving when you get an email from YouTube that says you have a copyright claim. You're like, oh my God, I'm in big trouble, but I wasn't. Okay, a Botox update. Um, I'm going back tomorrow. It's two weeks tomorrow. I called today because like, I'm really happy with everything that he did in my forehead, my crow's feet, my 11 lines, whatever, between your eyeballs. Why do they call it that? I don't even know. Does everybody have exactly 11 lines between their eyes? I don't even know what that means. Does it have something to do with my eyes? There's like one, a, like a line for each eye. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. But anyways, and somebody wrote to me privately and said, you need more Botox in your 11 lines. I'm like, oh, thanks. Okay, I'll bring that up to him. Right now I only have two lines between my eyes. I don't have, I somehow now I don't have nine, but I have two. Now I never had 11, but whatever. Um, but my, uh, my forehead is, yeah, feeling, I think I talked about this in the last po podcast. Yeah, I did. Uh, I'm really liking the forehead, the crow's feet. Those are all like gone. Um, but my lip is what I originally went in there for was to get rid of the, the wrinkling in my upper lip. And, um, and anyway, so he put Botox on my upper lip, a little bit of filler, and he put Botox on the corners of my mouth where I smile. I don't see that anything's better. In fact, to me, it looks a little worse, honestly, because it just puffed my lip up a little bit. And so I feel like it made the wrinkles actually worse. So I called and I'm like, I'm really not happy. Like I, I feel like that was like, at least what they did around my mouth was at least $250. And I'm like, I, it looks worse than it was. So she said, Oh, can you come in tomorrow at five? And I said, yeah. And she goes, okay, you're going to be our last appointment. And she goes, and you will, um, he'll do a touch up. I'm like, good, get the syringes ready. I want my lip full. I want these lines gone. So I'm really hoping that they can fix what I'm just really not liking right now. Okay. About, I don't even know. 
five podcasts ago, four podcasts ago, I had said something about this particular kind of technology where they're trying to pull the virus, the HIV virus out of the cell and then basically zap it and kill it. And that would be a way to, uh, you know, a means to a cure. I could not remember the name of it. It's called, and I wanted to call it shock and awe because I knew it was something close to that, but no, it's kick and kill is the name of the process. And I think there's even a more technical term for it. I don't know, CR, I feel like it's got CR, it's like something in numbers, but you know, it doesn't even freaking matter. But anyways, that's, you know, be great if they could perfect that and cure us all. But you know, I really, I'm, at this point, I'm sort of thinking I'm having a lot of, uh, not a lot of faith in the government in general. And um, I'm feeling a lot of uh, feelings about a lot of things. And I'm starting to think that, yeah, there is a cure that they're not giving us and that this is just never going to be cured because the pharmaceutical companies making too much money. I used to not believe that, but I do kind of think that that is the case. Truly, I don't think there's going to be a cure. And um, I think that there's, I think it's totally available. I do. I do. I just, there's too many things that uh, make me feel this way at this point. Not going to get into all this political stuff, but I really do think that there is possibly, possibly a cure and uh, they're just not going to share it. But you know, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? I don't know. This is just absolutely a guess. I have no inside information on that at all. There's a little dog barking in my backyard. Hold on, I need to shut my slider. That's Lucy. She's a little yappy. Okay, so I had last week, um, you know what's really funny? As I never want to keep saying, okay, so, because everybody starts videos that way. It's almost impossible. Everybody does it. Okay, so, okay, so, like, and I do it too. But I noticed that people on TikTok do that a lot, and I do it as well. Caitlin Spencer, I had her on my podcast probably two podcasts ago from uh, Please Let Me Go is the name of her book. And she was trafficked for most of her, uh, you know, like from the time she was 14 until even into her early 30s. And um, she had mentioned, by the way, she has the funniest swear words. She's from England. See, this is when I go on a tangent. She said somebody on my, uh, I had mentioned something about Oh yeah. She commented on something that I'd said on my Instagram story and she called this person a judgy little cunt muffin, which I thought was so funny. And then she's used the word cock waffle, which is hysterical twat biscuit, dick burger. And then sometimes she'll just write Jesus fuck, or she'll just write, Oh, for fuck's sake. And then I came back with cunt burrito. Cause I wanted to have a fun name myself. I love the word ass hat too. I think that's a great square word. What an ass hat. And I've always liked, it's not even a bad word, but just what a tool. I love that. I think that's a great cut down, I guess. Um, yeah. So anyways, Caitlin was on and she had, I knew before I had interviewed her that she was, uh, she rubs elbows with some celebrities because of her book who have been, um, very supportive in her quest to get the book out. And they are also on a mission to stop human trafficking. And so some of these people were Rosanna Arquette, Selma Blair, Deborah Messing, and Mira Sorvino. And so recently, Caitlin put out a bunch of tweets on her Twitter, and she included me in many of them and said, you know, but uh, other advocates too, but she had mentioned me several times to several of these people. So I don't do Twitter a lot because I'm just not very good at it. And um, I keep noticing that I have a gazillion notifications. So I kind of go in there, but I really, honestly, I get lost in it. I just, I'm not a good uh, Twitter person. I'm not. So anyways, I'm going through and I see that Mira Sorvino followed me and I wasn't even following her. Oh my God. So of course I followed her like right away and I'm like, Mira Servino just followed Jennifer Vaughn. What the hell? So yeah, that was kind of um, amazing. So yeah, it kind of, and it's one, just one of those things where like, I just, it's sort of surreal and, and oh, and also, okay. Yeah, that is amazing. But also, and I hope he doesn't ever listen to my podcast. I'll be very embarrassed. But TJ Lavin, who's on, I think I've talked about him before. <laughs> Probably I've talked about him on another, um, one of these podcasts. He's the host of MTV's The Challenge I've, you know, I haven't looked back in my notes. My God, it's going to be so embarrassing if I've mentioned him too many times. But TJ Lavin, um, he's the host of The Challenge, MTV's The Challenge. I don't know. He's done it for probably more than 10 years. He's an ex-BMX writer. 
he did have a brain injury. He, he had a really bad slam, um, years ago and, but he's good now. And he is just a super overall, really nice guy. Okay. So, and very, very handsome. And so anyways, I have, uh, he, I got to be on his live a couple times. It was sort of just a random thing. He was doing a live and I decided to click request to go live. And he said, yes. I was like, what? And he was at a live sh like show at a small, like music venue. So he was just more like waving cause it was dark. And I'm like, Oh, hi. Like, what the hell? I can't believe this. And then the second time, um, Ryan hit the request thing when I was watching his live and he, then he accepted it. And all of a sudden I'm staring at him. I'm like, Oh my God. Hi. Oh, my daughter just did that. Like, ah, and like somehow I, I was able to blurt out that I'd been on the brain candy podcast. Cause those are girls from the challenge. So he was like, Oh really? Why? And that was one time where I felt really embarrassed about saying that I had HIV. Like I, cause it was so, it was one of those things where I didn't have any time to prepare and he's kind of somebody I sort of wanted to impress. So like blurting that out, I felt this immediate like shame and I was like, Oh my God. And I just wanted to explain really quick everything, but I couldn't. So I tried to just share. And he said that was really cool. He's like, Oh, it's really cool that you're on the show. So he didn't keep me on long cause he doesn't keep anybody on long on his lives. So I don't know, some time goes by year, year and a half. This is a long time ago. And he puts a post up of him with another guy. I think I've already talked about this in the bikini thing. And then he followed me. I did. I know I talked about this because I made some comment that he followed me. So then the other day I do a live and he shows up on my live. I was, where was I? I think I was home. It was in the evening. And, um, I had liked something of his recently. Maybe that's what brought me onto his radar again. I don't know, but he watched, he was on my live for like a second. I was like, Oh, hi, hi, TJ Lavin. There was like five people there. Right. I'm like, Oh my God. So I have no, you never have any idea how long someone actually stays there. So he could have just hopped on and hopped off. I have no idea. And then the next day I was at Capitola at the beach and I was filming the surfers and I go live again because it's a beautiful location and there again pops up TJ like literally less than 24 hours later on my live again with just a few people on the live and I'm like oh hey so I'm like he doesn't see me because I'm pointing at the ocean so and I actually felt um very comfortable <laughs> even though I was kind of freaking out inside but I was just explaining like where I surf and all that and I think he was on there for a couple minutes he listened and um and then I, what was it? I, he did a handstand. That's right. He did a handstand on his Instagram. He's going to think I'm such a freak if he listens to this. My God. Um, but he did a handstand or he's trying to do a handstand. He's trying to learn how to do a handstand on his Instagram. So it was in one of his stories and I decided to send a clapping emoji and he hearted it. You know, it's like in, in the private DM, right? And again, he is married. I know he's married, but a girl can dream. So whatever. You can put your pizza in, Joey. And I cleaned the pizza tray, by the way. Oh, it's down below the oven. So he uh, he likes my little, like, you know, my clapping thing. And then I, I wake up the next morning and I see I have five pictures that he's liked of me throughout my post. And they're only the ones that are of my face, which is like made me feel really nice. Um, so he liked five pictures of mine. He, he scrolled through and only picked the ones that were like pictures, <laughs> like really flattery. And, um, so yeah, I sort of crap my pants. So that's the end. I just wanted to say that, um, I'm still love, uh, that little bit of attention from TJ lab and it's amazing. Okay. Let's move on to Tinder, Joey. We're going to talk about Tinder. So um, I said I would never go on Tinder again. I did, but your girl's bored. So I'm doing it because I need the attention. So I decided to go on to Tinder and really it's more experimental at this point. Ryan told me that she goes on it just for um, validation. She doesn't even write to anybody. She just showed me all the people that she's matched with. And I can see all the conversations they've tried to start with her and she doesn't talk to anybody. She just she says, I just do it for validation. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to actually go a step further and talk to these people. And, um, if anything, it's just nice to have people to talk to. There's nothing wrong with that. I am certainly not looking for a husband. I can't, you know, a date would be one thing, a boyfriend. I'm not even looking. That's crazy. Like I'm not wanting that right now at all. So I guess at this point, it's just really seeing if there's anybody who really connects like through just pictures. Cause that's kind of fun. It's nice to have cute guys tell you that you're pretty. Um, and then if they want to talk to you, of course, my age range is really extreme. I'm all the way to, I think I said it 32 to 50, 
Joey's like looking at me like you're crazy. Yeah, 32 to 54, I think. Um, I definitely am very extremely picky. So that is why I go down to 32 and hell, if there's a guy that's 32, that's really good looking, who doesn't mind talking to a 50 year old, then I mean, what do I have to complain about? Age is just a number. So, um, you know, it's all good. That's a grown adult. That's fine. So yeah, I'm having more conversations with the younger crowd. I'd say in their thirties, I don't even know that I'm talking to anybody in there. There are some guys in their fifties, but I'm just not really, really that attracted to them. But yeah, I'm really picky. Um, I like a pretty face, nice teeth, hair, a nice physique. At this point, I could really care less if they had a job and doesn't matter because I'm not looking for that person. I'm just really looking for, uh, <laughs> is it weird to say I'm looking for attention? I like the, uh, it makes me, I'm boy crazy. I can't help it. Okay, so I realize Tinder is very much like a video game. I haven't been on it in six years. A few things that were extremely depressing as I found four men that I remember from my years back before I even met Eric that are still on here, that are still using the same pictures. Like seriously, kill me now. Like that was so depressing. Uh, and that gives me that really bad feeling when I see that it makes me feel yucky inside. It's like, oh my God, this is so depressing. Like seriously, how, how have they not found somebody by now? And just creepy to see they're still floating around in this app. I don't know. It just weirded me out. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So I feel like there's a lot of guys taking pictures with fish, which I don't get why that is a thing. I, haven't they caught on to the fact that there's like Everybody a that's like a it's a meme now like why are they yeah. still doing it I don't, I don't get it I don't know they they're just so unaware that and so everybody's got a dog everybody's posing with a dog next to their face I'm like that's fine I guess but there's just so many dog pictures I also mentioned in my Instagram story today that um I don't get why everyone has to show pictures of their motorcycles that's another thing I keep seeing. I don't really care about your motorcycle. I'm glad you've got a motorcycle. Really, I just want to see your body, really, and your cute face, your nice teeth, the hair on your head. So please, if you wear hats in every picture, I'm not probably going to believe that there's hair under there. And then, I'm sorry if that's shallow, but I am allowed to like what I like. Somebody wrote to me and said that that's not nice. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, why do I have to like what I don't like, you know, I don't know. It's just my preference. So, um, and, and maybe I'll never get exactly what I want, but that's my own problem. Right. So anyways. Okay. So there's this one thing with Twitter that is sort of funny. I I'm sort of hesitant on some of them. Like I'm not totally sure because I'm not a hundred percent sure about the pictures or what I see. And then I think, but they're really close. They're more like 60% you know, they're not 80%, it's like 60, 70% maybe, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. And I'll swipe right. And then there's that feeling when they match with you. And it's like, you have a little bit of a heart attack. It's like, Oh shit. Now I have to deal with this. Cause I wasn't totally sure. So there's that. I don't know if anybody else goes through that. And then also there's some really good looking guys and then they're not verified. And I'm like catfish. Like I even wrote to this one guy today. I said, um, why aren't you verified? Like you need to, I don't know how to, what is that all about? What do I have to do? I'm like, dude, that's, these are not your pictures. I'm not going to continue a conversation with you. Do do I don't know. And then there's the guys that come on immediately and ask you very specific sexual Submissive. questions like right away. Submissive. I know it was another, it was another guy. He got, he, yeah, he got real into it right away. And I was like, Oh my God, bye. I just unmatched him. I was like, no, thanks. And then I matched with a guy who I thought was really cute, very much a skater type. He was 35, Santa Cruz area, even though he was posing with dogs, but he, he looked really cute. And I just, I decided to write something to him. And then like 12 hours later, he unmatched me. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not going to like reach out to anybody first because apparently that can be a turnoff. So I'm not doing that. They can say hi to me first because again, I'm not taking this seriously. And that's why I'm sharing a lot of this on my Instagram story. So if you guys want to follow on there and listen, by the way, I somehow made the charts in the UK. Like I'm in the, I'm in for under education. I'm, I finally made it into like the top 100 
which is kind of a big deal because everywhere else, like I showed up on a chart in Cambodia recently, like I made it in a chart there. We're still in Jamaica. We're still in, I don't know, there's one other location that's far, far away. But anyways, top 100 in the UK, I will take it. That's exciting. And I'm almost at 10,000 downloads. Let me check it right now. I think I'm at 9,000. 9,886 with all of like the podcast downloads, but for YouTube and my views for all my, my um, podcasts, it's over 40,000. It's more like, more like 45,000 at this point. So um, yeah, I've got over 50,000 listens or downloads or whatever in my 20. I don't know. I said last time I said, I said the wrong number. I think this is my 20. Don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm on 27, 28 around there. Um, let's see. I can tell you. Hold on. Episodes. Episode list. This will be episode 28. So yeah, I have over 50,000 listens at this point, which is really exciting and still no advertising. So <laughs> I don't know how to make that happen. Um, other than the little teeny tiny advertising I get on YouTube from um, the, you know, oh, I just hit my mic um, from the files that go over there. But anyways, back to tinder yeah not taking it seriously let's see what else oh yeah so i decide to just you know have fun with this and really it's very experimental and i am sharing it on my instagram story that's at jennifer vaughn hiv because uh well some of the stuff is really funny i mean some of these pictures these guys put up there was a guy skateboarding and he had he was doing an amazing trick um it was in a bowl but his like literally six inches of his butt crack were hanging out of his pants i don't understand why would you post that I was gross. It wasn't even a good butt crack. It was like, dude, that's not sexy. Like, I don't know. Why would anybody like that? Yeah. Some of the things that people decide to post, I don't understand at all. Some people don't even post a picture of themselves. They just post landscape pictures. It's like, what? And then the guys that are still trying really hard by saying that they want to take long walks on the beach and play card games and you know, they love to cook and they love yoga. They'll try anything new. It's like, Oh my God, stop trying so hard. That actually kind of bothers me. That's too much. Like, I don't even want a really like a profile too much. Just, you know, where do you live? And I don't know. (laughs) I'm so shallow right now. I really, I don't want anything from anybody. I definitely don't want long walks on the beach. Um, okay. So, uh, where was I? Joey said a bad word. So I'm cutting that out. Uh, let's see. Um, you make me lose my train of thought, Joey. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I was. You were talking about, uh, long walks on the beach and... Yeah, long walks and yeah, all that stuff. Like, I don't know. Maybe some girls really like all that. I mean, I have the, uh, obligatory, is that the word? No, there's a better word for this. I can't think of what it is, but I have that. I have the yoga picture of myself, which I'm sure every freaking girl does. And I'm sure there's a million girls that have done like some kind of amazing stance on the beach in their yoga wear. And that's like their main picture. I don't know what the girls do because I don't see the girls, but I'm sure that that's there. So I'm guilty of having one yoga pose. It's just the warrior pose and it's my back. Um, so I told one guy, I said, yeah, maybe I'm guilty for doing that. Cause I was talking to him about the fish pictures and I don't get that. And he said, oh, well, I think girls can definitely get away with the yoga shots. He goes, but I know what you're talking about. He goes, yeah, girls definitely do that. So, um, yeah, I'm guilty of that as well. Um, and so I guess what I wanted to see, obviously, is as I'm going through and doing this, I'm having a lot of fun. And then it just all of a sudden hits me that, oh, shit, at some point I might have to tell somebody I have HIV. And so really, I guess the best thing to do is just know that I'm not trying to hook up with any of these people. It's all more just like meeting men, talking to them, flirting with them. All of that feels really good to the ego. And, you know, knowing that I will have to share this information at some point, knowing that, you know, it's, if they say they like, I don't want to get invested, I guess is my point. Like I'm fine if they can't take it. And I want to be able to use these experiences to share through my social media for those that are truly trying to find love, if that makes sense. Um, I'm, you know, and so anyways, I, you know, was talking to this nice young, I don't know, I think he was 32, 33. He's asking me all sorts of questions. I'm asking him sorts of questions, all sorts of questions. Um, and he does say, what did he say? What do you do? What do you get up to? That's what he kept saying. What do you, what are, what are you all about? What do you get up to? I'm like, what do you get up to? I'm like, what does that even mean? Have you heard of that, Joey? What do you get up to? 
to? What do you get up to? I've what never. Are you doing? What are you yeah, like well, okay, I am that tough. There's our age difference right there because I've never heard that before. I'm like, is this a new language that you're speaking? Because I've never heard of this. So I finally just say, what am I? What do I get up to? Well, I had already said that I was an HIV advocate, but that went in one ear and out the other. He didn't seem to get that at all, and he just kind of asked me other questions. So then I finally just, for the fun of it, I just said, well, why don't you look up YouTube and look up Jennifer Vaughn, HIV, and um, you'll know what I'm up to. And so he looks at it and he goes, wow, that's really bad. And I'm like, it's actually not really bad. Um, I'm fine. And my life is totally normal. So I got to talk to him about my diagnosis a little bit. And of course he asked if Eric had been on prep. I was really impressed that he even knew what prep was. And I explained no, that he wasn't. And he didn't get it from me when I, before I was even diagnosed. And I actually had AIDS. I kind of explained to him that women, it's very uncommon for a woman to transmit HIV to a man. And um, anyways, the car, I said, if you feel like ghosting me, don't worry, I'm fine with that. I said, I'm just, you know, just getting to know people and, and all that. So he did not ghost me, although we didn't, we haven't talked since yesterday afternoon, which is no big deal. But um, he did continue asking me questions and said something about like, where he was working and that they have a lot of, I don't know if he was just being funny or what, but he says they have a lot of toys there that I would probably like. <laughs> I'm like, I know people say weird stuff. So I'm like, okay, well, he still flirted with me, even though he knew my status. Clearly I'm not going to his place or going to find out what kind of toys he has. But anyways, it was sort of a positive experience because he didn't just drop me like a hot potato. So I am talking to several other people that I haven't shared my status with yet. And I'm sort of not sure. I, well, okay. So here's the thing. It doesn't really matter if I do or not, because uh, anybody I decided to date would obviously find it out because once they know my name, they can Google me and they'll find it out. So it's really like, I, I have an advantage in many, many ways, um, being HIV positive and being public because I don't have to like worry about like telling them because it's already out there. And so I think the fact that if they do like, let's say it's somebody I really do like, and then I have to tell them, you know, this information, I would more than likely say, you know, just Google my name and you'll find out more about me. And what you're going to find out may seem big to you at first, but you're going to find out that it's actually nothing. And so that's kind of how I think about approaching it. And I think the fact that I have all of the social media out there will be a benefit to me, obviously, because it shows that I'm not concerned about anybody knowing about what it is and all of that. And then that is going to be more like, I think more eye opening to somebody who might be like, oh, wow, she's clearly doesn't think this is a problem or else she wouldn't be telling the world about it. Right. So I'm hoping that that would be, you know, a positive reaction to me sharing my status with somebody. So again, I'm in a really lucky position because I talk about it publicly already. So I think, um, it's definitely harder for people who don't talk about it publicly because they have to deal with the stigma in a different way because they're still keeping it a secret themselves. And I think that's just really hard. So yeah, I, um, it, because I have this position and where I'm at, I want to be able to like use it to help others, maybe hopefully by sharing, you know, experiences on dating and how it all goes. Even though I'll probably get ghosted, I might have people say not nice things to me, but it's, it's okay. And you never know, I might end up with a new friend and who knows, I might, I might have sex with someone, but I'm not even counting on that. Joey just went, ew. Well, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is I'm not looking for anyone to live in my house. And even Owen said, please don't let anybody live in our house again. I know. I said, yes, no one's going to live in our house. Okay. And I would really be fine with just making out at this point. I'm really down for a really good make out. That's fine, right? That's awesome. Oh, and also, um, this is another thing I wanted to say. And I want to say this without anybody thinking anything bad. I don't know how to say this really. It's, is it sensitive? It shouldn't be sensitive, but there is one guy I'm talking to and it's a black man and I have never dated a black man. And I think he's really attractive. I, there, I don't know. I just first, I don't run in the same circles as black men. I guess maybe that's why I've never dated them. Can you turn the timer off? Cause it's like doing a podcast anyways. Um, he's really cute. He's 38. His name's Nate. He snowboards. He lives nearby. He lives like um, 
about 20 miles from me. And I don't know, I'm just really like interested in him. And I wasn't sure if I should tell him, like, you're the first black guy I've really ever flirted with. And I asked this guy that I, uh, that's on my uh, Instagram that follows me, Devante. Hi, Devante, if you're listening to this. He got all weirded out because, like, I sent, we private messaged today and he, he kind of like fangirled me and told everybody where he works at his prison that he thinks like a celebrity talked to him. Like I'm far from that, but thank you, Devante. Anyways, Devante is a black man and he, I asked him, what do you think I should do? Do you think I should tell him like that I've never dated a black guy before, like a, like a big confession or just not say anything? Or he said, and Devante said, he thinks that he will probably ask me um, and what is interesting to me, and I don't know how this even happened because Tinder never asked me any spe- specifications. All I got was age range. I got to give a designated age range and I got to give like how far within so many miles I would want to travel. I think they said that, but they didn't ask me any specifics other than, are you straight and do you date men? So it's interesting because, and I don't know how that would, they would figure that out. Like, does he maybe he only dates white women maybe that's it i don't know see i i don't think they give that specification so i don't think he could have even said that um i'm really not sure how it works because i haven't had i yeah i sort of went on a tangent and i'm gonna i'm deleting back what i i'm just you guys aren't gonna hear that part i don't really know how to like i don't want to say the wrong thing and have anyone think i'm racist because i'm not i just i haven't dated a black man before i kissed a black man once uh, and I don't, and people would be like, oh my God, the fact that you're even separating people, you shouldn't do that. Well, I don't, I'm not trying to, I mean, I, yes, all men should be the same, but it's, you know, it's, we are different races. There's no doubt about it. And, um, I'm just like opening my horizons and I want to meet different kinds of people. So I swiped right on him and he swiped right on me. And I was honestly like kind of excited about it. So, um, we'll see. I don't know. I, I'm leaving it up to him to see how much he wants to talk to me. So I'm, I'm responding. He's not a fast responder, which is also uh, very, um, enticing. <laughs> I just like that. He's not that responsive. It's kind of like, it's perfect. Cause I, the guys that respond too much, too fast, too soon, too often, all of that, I lose interest. So this guy's doing something right. I don't know what his deal is, but, um, yeah, he's, he's very attractive and, and yeah, I, we'll, we'll see. Um, so yeah, there's that Tinder is, uh, it's, yeah, it's got me very busy on my phone. I'm, it's taking up too much of my time to be quite honest, but I do say that I swipe to the left probably 98% of the time. And every once in a while, it'd be somebody that I'm like, oh, kind of, and I'll go to the right. And you have to remind yourself when you're doing Tinder that this is not the entire population, but it is a segment of the population and it is very depressing. I, but, and I am really picky. I am, I always have been. Yeah, we'll just see what happens. If you wanna follow my Tinder adventures, follow me on my Instagram. It is private. It's um, at the moment, my my HIV account is private, but if you look like you're a real account, I will accept you. If you look like you're a fake account, I will not accept you because I there's specific people I don't want um, stalking me at the moment. So um, only real people on my, on my account. And, um, I think that's it. Unless Joey, unless you have anything you want to say that where you're not like cutting me down. Damn, bitch. You cut me down all the time. I do not. Okay. There you go again. What do you want me to say? I don't know. Is there anything you want to say? Um, I do I not. Cu- so. I, Joey, that you need to retract that statement. I you just it. said, I cut you down all the time. I, I do not do that. I say you need to get a job. That is not cutting That's you not, down. Okay. Can I have a little slice of pizza? Yes. Just one little slice? Thank you. Um, Thank you, Joey. I don't know. I don't really have to say anything. I need a pizza. It's going to be fucking bomb. Okay. Oh, gonna We're going to go because you swear too much. Well, I don't like that. I don't like all the swearing. Um, let's see. Uh, shout outs. Stephanie. My Here, friend Stephanie. Want I want one bite. Yeah. That's good. One little slice. Are you sure These are Costco pizzas. They're really good. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't. Oh, Rayleigh. Rayleigh ate. Mom. What? You don't come down all the time. I know I don't. I mean, that's such a mean thing to say. I do so many nice things for you. Mm. I wanted to say Stephanie downtown Julie Brown because I think that's funny. 
I don't think I ever called her that in person, but for some reason that comes to mind when I think of her name now. My friend Stephanie Brown. Richie Vegas. Hi there. And Rayleigh 8. Starwire. I don't think I said your name last time. Caitlin. John, my stepbrother. Stephen Hart. Ed Venus, the penis. Whoa. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. Um, Heather Armstrong. Daniel. I think Daniel will listen. Uh, Misty Diane, Colleen Hickey, and Richie Beatty. And what else? Anything else? Um, do you have any questions for me? No, because you haven't been nice to me today. What? Mm. Okay, I'm sorry. Do you have any questions for me? Um, when are you getting a job? You need to take Owen tomorrow for me. I'm getting my eyebrows done, and I'm getting more injections in my lips, so I'm going to need a little help. Well, I talk to you all the time, so not really. Um, how has your Twitter experience been, Joey? I don't know that anybody can hear you because you're not near the microphone. Mm. Uh, Joey's talking to girls. Basically, what happens, you guys, like, match, and then she'll say, I want to step on you, and then you guys... I didn't say that. She said that to me. And then she unmatched you because you guys got embarrassed? Well, I got just... I was like, how do I respond to this? And then I didn't respond, so she deleted the message, and then I felt so bad about it that I deleted the whole ass app. Oh. oh, my God. So she says, I want to step on you. She said she wanted me to step on her. She says, is that a lesbian thing? I don't even know. What is this <laughs> no, all about? because I was wearing my boots in a picture. You were wearing your boots? Oh, and she wanted you to step on her. Okay. That's a joke. Okay, okay. So Joey had boots on in a picture, and this girl said, I want you to step on me. And then the girl unfollowed un you or unmatched no, she, you. She unsent the message, and I felt really Oh, bad. she unsent the message. And I felt really bad, and then I deleted the whole fucking <laughs> app. I haven't been on there since because I need to get my life together before I start trying to flirt with people. Okay, so I don't know if you heard all that, but Joey deleted the whole ass app because she felt bad about the whole thing, and then she decided she needs to get her life together before she starts going back on Tinder and talking to girls. And uh, yeah, Ryan apparently just does it for validation. I did not know that. I thought she actually would try to talk, talk to people. It's so funny because the last time I was on Tinder, these guys were six years younger. So Joey was like 14. Ryan was like 11. Really? Yeah, around there. So of course they were clearly not on Tinder and I was hiding it from them where the other night I'm literally scrolling through it with them and getting to share all of it and laugh and yeah, be excited taste. at the same time. And then guessing what your taste in men is is really funny. Oh, guessing I, what my taste in men. I don't think you could guess my type at all. Oh, no, I have no idea what your type is. What's my type? <laughs> Fucking boring white guys. Bo boring white guys is what she says. No, definitely like the skater, Santa Cruz, surfer type for sure. Like there's like definitely a look. There's guys that are in their 40s that wear the baseball hats. I feel like it's They've got tattoos on their legs. Like I that I like that look. I'm definitely or down like with that. Santa Cruz skateboard park probably drunk. Not drunk. No. There's no. no there's definitely a look um, that the guys in their like probably late Jeff late Probst. 40s. Not Jeff Probst. No. No. He's not a skater type. No. Like um, TJ Lavin, that type. <laughs> he he fits that mold. Anyways, yeah, that's that's kind of my type. I guess I I like the boring. It's not boring white guy. They're tat. They more than more than likely at this point, I like the guys with the tattoos. I feel like it's like the main like protagonist guy from like a TV show or from like a movie where like the or like it'd be like a Hallmark movie where like a girl and a guy fall in love and that's what the guy looks like. No, you're you're coming up with like one of those like Paul Rudd or something. That's not my type at all. That's oh, boring. Hmm. He's boring. Your type? Well, Brad Pitt is a beautiful man. But I yeah, Brad Pitt's obviously gorgeous, but that's unrealistic. Do you think Tom Cruise is cute? I like... I mean, he's like up. You gotta be like, you gotta have the muscles still. I mean, yeah. But I also don't like the guys that are into triathlons. Like, they're very... I'm sorry <laughs> if you listen to this and you do triathlons, but the, this is a very specific type of man. The ones that wear the cycling outfits that oh. have everything that goes with cycling... And they also swim and they also run and they're so trim. And that's like, this is their life. They just eat, breathe and sleep triathlon type thoughts. Yeah. The dieting. I, that's too much. I it's, 
dare I say, yes, it's a very narcissistic type of man. And more than likely, these men have lost their marriages because of this. And they've been single for a long time. And women just kind of come and go out of their lives. I've seen this type through Twitter, Twitter, Tinder a lot. But, you know, it's been fun hanging out with my ex-husband again because he has an amazing sense of humor. Chris and I will never be back together. People have asked that. Um, I'm not attracted to Chris that way. But I really, really love Chris as a person. And he is, obviously, we have kids together. And so it's nice to be able to hang out together. And we have a lot of um, like-minded thoughts about things. Don't say anything, Joey. Um, But we think alike alike in many ways. And um, so anyways, it's been fun to, like, be able to, like, bounce things off him. And he is very funny. Chris always had an insane dry sense of humor. And he still does. He's just... You'd have to hear him in action. He's just quick. And he's one of those guys that can build on the joke. And Owen has that. I mean, I know you guys all can do that, but I feel like Owen has started doing that where he'll get what the joke is and then he can actually keep adding another step to it. And every step he adds to the joke is getting funnier and funnier. And like, like peeing my pants. Like he's, it's so like your dad always did that. So Anyways, I guess my point is, is that Chris is not a narcissist, no, for sure. he's the opposite. He is. He's the antithesis of a, a narcissist. when, in a lot of ways, the perfect man. Oh, that's nice, Joey. She just said her dad nice. is the perfect he's man. Not a fucking, he's not a cocky He's a very nice person. He's very generous. Um, he always has been. He's accepting of everybody. No. He hates Fauci. He'd kill him. Um, well, that's fucking <laughs> stupid. That's okay, that, no, we're not getting into that. Not get into that, but no, yeah, he doesn't. No, accepting of like all different types of people. Yeah, very much so. Like, yeah. I was all scared to come out to him and stuff, and he was like, he was like, I don't care. Oh yeah, me. Chris doesn't. He doesn't care if his daughters like boys or girls. Um, he just wants everybody to be happy. Of course, me too. So, anyways, we're really having a good time hanging out, watching our son on the football field practice, um. I think it's really nice for Owen, who doesn't even re- remember us together ever because he was a year old when we split up. But, you know, he sees that his parents are together, united, supporting him, and we get along, so it's fine. And it's, you know, we can all go out and do stuff together as a family, and it's not even weird. So it's nice. And it's I'm, like, if you guys got back together, we'd feel like incest. Like, that would feel weird. That's not happening. No, you know what I mean, though? No? Yeah. Okay, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got a mouthful of pizza. I did manage to eat one little slice of pizza during the end of yeah, this well, podcast. No, I'm good. Well, I think I'm going to um, say goodbye for now until next week. I was going to try it. Oh, oh, I did want to mention that I did interview Hydea Broadbent, like kind of just on the fly. It sort of came up out of nowhere. I was doing a live and she joined my live and I literally did my interview with her during the live, which is on my IGTV, on my at Jennifer Vaughn HIV Instagram. So if you want it, she was born with HIV. She's a big advocate. She's been, she was on Oprah. She's in a Mariah Carey video. Um, I can't believe she's 37. She sounds and looks like she's 23. I don't, it doesn't even make sense. But anyways, when idea and I were kind of like, um, commiserating about men. She's like, Oh my God, all men suck. So yes. <laughs> she was re- sorry. All men don't suck, but she was, she was kind of funny. Lots of men. So, suck. Okay. Stop. So idea is, um, I'm, I think we're still going to do a podcast together, but can you not do that right now? Seriously, just leave it in the sink. And I interviewed, um, Edward cyber homo at cyber homo from Instagram. Also my good friend, Edward, who I still need to meet in person, but he started Cabanuva. He did the injections. And so I wanted to talk to him the same day that he did the, the very first injection. So this is the HIV antiretroviral therapy that is injection now. So you take the oral pills for one month to prepare you. And then you go in and you get a shot in each cheek and a, one, yeah, one, yeah. Thank you. Butt cheek, not face cheek. Um, and then you wait, you go like an, in another month, but eventually I think in the U S they will switch it to once every two months. And it'll probably eventually be even stretched out beyond that because this medication is supposed to stay in your system for up to a year, but they just have to make sure that it's efficacious and keeping you undetectable, you know, in between injections. And so I think the time 
frame and this the span will keep increasing and then eventually you won't have to like maybe who knows maybe it would be like i said every six months so edward was on my instagram live and that also became an igtv so it's it's up there as a post both of those both of those are up there as a post if you want to check out how or them. <laughs> and um, so they are there for you for that for your for your viewing and your listening pleasure. And what else did I want to say? Um, yeah, and there's they're apparently they're coming out with a an implant. So like, you know, there's implants for birth control, they're going to come out with an well, it's already out. It's I, I don't have the name in front of me right now. It starts with an I. If you look up HIV, ARV, uh, well, here, I'll just look it up. I have a picture of it in my phone. Um, let's see if I can find it. It is called, it's before my trip to Chicago. It is, is this it? No, that's Cabanuva. Cabanuva is the injection. Mm-mm-mm. Here it is. It's Isla Travir. Isla, Isla, okay. I-S-L-A-T-R-A-V-I-R. I don't know how to pronounce that quickly, but anyways, a potential prep. Oh, you could use this as a, if you're a HIV negative and you have high risk sex, they're saying that you could use this instead of prep. So instead of taking a pill a day, um, it will also be used as an HIV drug. It's now being tested. So a new antiretroviral name is I'm not saying that right, is showing promise for HIV treatment and for PrEP delivered through an under-the-arm implant. Okay, so that is something you can look up. It's on San Francisco AIDS Foundation or sfaf.org. I will include a link to this article in the show notes. Joey, I have show notes. Whatever. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I got notes on my phone. (laughs) Girls got show notes. Whoop, whoop. Okay. All right. That's it for this podcast this week. I hope you guys all have a great rest of the week. And hopefully next week I'll be back with an interview. I've got plenty of people I want to talk to. I just have a hard time scheduling shit. So anyways, that's all guys. See you next week. Bye-bye now. Love you guys. Bye. If you'd like to be notified for any of my upcoming podcasts, be sure to subscribe. If you'd like to help this girl out, then please rate, review, and share my show. Thanks, guys.